0: We'll do some introductions first. My name David Norris, I'm the performance marketing director here at MediaWorks. Ben? Uh, yeah, my name is Ben
1: Homer, and I am the head of paid search at MediaWorks. Johnny?
2: My name is Johnny and I'm head of CR here at MediaWorks.
3: And then we've got James? Uh, my name's James, I'm a paid consultant specializing in social here at, here
0: at MediaWorks. All right, so yeah, we've we've obviously got a, a group of panelists today that want to talk to you all, all about all things that you know um, we can actually do from a digital practical perspective in the lead up to Christmas. Um, I think for us, when we were putting this session together, and the idea of the session was coming together, is we've seen a lot of people talking about Christmas very early in the cycle. We've got Google, um, our Google reps, and our Microsoft reps, and our Facebook reps are all talking to us about. What it's going to be like this Christmas? Have we got plans in place? We've got a number of clients that are talking to us about about Christmas and Black Friday, um, who who are in quite an advanced stage, I would say, in terms of their development. But we appreciate not everybody is, um, and hopefully, whilst you know some of you out there listening might. Um, already have plans in place hopefully what we can take away from this session is um, sort of information that can supplement your ideas or at least sort of get you thinking a bit differently about it I think a recent article in Retail Week was what got my attention that that was headlined as the golden quarter approaches we usually find that retail analysts start issuing predictions for the upcoming peak season unsurprisingly these are lower uh, sorry slow coming through at the moment COVID-19 has thrown out the rule book however according to research by Alvarez and Marshall in retail economics the value of online retail sales sales in the UK is estimated to increase by an additional four and a half billion by the end of 2020. I think for us we've just got off a client call a number of us actually and we were talking about the days and the importance of sort of the key milestones going out through this period and I think for us in in order You know, we've been talking, we've been hearing about um, sort of Singles Day that's coming as a really big moment coming in retail on 11th of November that's growing an increase in interest um, globally. We've then got Black Friday on the 27th of November followed by Cyber Monday on the 30th of November and Christmas Day then followed by Boxing Day. So we've got some really major events that we're starting to, to build towards and look forward to. And as I say, we know... That um, all of those events are going to play a really key role in shaping e-commerce behaviour, sort of during the final stages of 2020. So, as I say, we're really going to focus on what you can be doing now, or what you should be thinking about between now and some of those first events that can really sort of supercharge your your digital marketing efforts. But where I wanted to start today was really um, I wanted to just get opinions really from each of the panelists on if you had one word uh, to describe. Um, so what you were expecting from the, the e-commerce environment and landscape uh, throughout this Q4, then what would it be and a brief explanation as to why you've picked it? Ben, I'll come to you first.
1: Um yeah, the biggest one for me is, is competitiveness. Um, you know, we, we've done some, I guess, some research internally and we think that along with a lot of the, a lot of other analysts, that this is going to be the biggest online seasonal period ever. Um, you know, especially with the likes of everything that we've had to go through this year with COVID-19, there there are a lot more people who are hesitant to go out and, and shop in, in, you know, um, brick and mortar stores. So we're anticipating that there's going to be a dramatic uplift in, in retail activity online. Um, and I feel like it's, it's not going to, usually we, we see kind of a, a bit of a stop-start period where you obviously have Black Friday weekend, which... Generally, lasts about four days if you, if you go through from Black Friday to Cyber Monday. But, you know, last year we, we saw a lot, of, a lot of clients and a lot of brands who were extending their periods to a week. Um, th- this may be even bigger this year. There's usually a bit of a, I guess, a downtime following Cyber Monday and that little bit of a, a run up to Christmas where, you know, about two weeks before Christmas, it really starts to pick up again. I think that dip is going to be slightly less this year. I feel like we're going to see a much more consistent sales period. Over the you know the four or five weeks that spans into the new year, so for me, it's it's absolutely competitiveness.
0: I think it's a, I think it's a really good, a good one to start with. Um, I think we probably all echo that. Um, Johnny, what would you go for?
2: I think I would go for dynamic. I mean, everyone's got this level of sort of insight that they've had from previous years, and as Ben says, this is going to be completely different to any other. We're expecting the biggest online Christmas. Um, that we've ever had and that that behavior is going to change people's behavior of coming online and now buying online they feel a lot more safer doing that than they do there's Ben says going to the brick and mortar stores and for some people it's going to be the first time that they spend christmas online purchasing their their presents and things online um so we really have to anticipate what they're going to do and just just be able to sort of shift with how those people are reacting online and and what they're what they're interacting with and how they're making their journey through your your website Um, and i think the biggest the biggest thing for me is is just highlighting safety as well online there's going to be a lot of people that that are new to shopping online that we have to now start pushing sort of how safe it is and and really start to open our door to to those users
0: really good points and no we'll explore some of those uh, sort of later in the session so thanks for that johnny and james finally we've had
3: competitiveness we've had dynamic what are you going for I think building off both of theirs, I'm going to go with crucial, because really, like looking at the the entire the wider economic landscape, we've got talks of recession, job losses, all of all of these sort of impacts that we we've, we've seen this in in 2020 that are sort of unprecedented. Add that to the fact that. Uh, e-commerce and online is, is because it's more and more prevalent and this is already like a crucial time for most for most sort of businesses anyway with the with um, the big promotional period with black friday and, and 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 the festive period to follow up it's already a business critical time and the the wider pressures and the wider landscape that we're seeing around us is just is just building on that even more it really it really just highlights how how important it's going to be for for businesses to to really get this period right and, and to treat it with, with the respect that really it, it, it's gonna need because it is it's gonna be vital to to ensuring that 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 you, that we sort of sustain and survive through this period. I think I, I, I would I would absolutely agree with that,
0: James, and I love the fact that you've got the word unprecedented in. I feel like any any sort of webinar, any any podcast that is being done over the last sort of six months. Has got to have that word in there in terms of unprecedented, because you know a lot, a lot of that is, and I think we'll be touching on the unprecedented nature as we go through sort of this the rest of this session. So I guess after hearing that, you know, it's a crucial period, a dynamic period, and it's extremely competitive. I think for me, Ben, I'm going to come to you initially to talk about what three things would you be focusing on from a paid search and shopping perspective between now and Christmas.
1: Um, I think, like we've we've already touched upon quite a few times, this is going to be such a busy period, especially for e-commerce. That uh, there are a few fundamental things that, that absolutely need to be right. Uh, and for me, the the biggest one is um, get your Google Shopping feed right or, or your, your Bing Ads feed right. It's the most important tool that you will have over, well, for any e-commerce business, really, regardless of what time of year it is, but especially over the next kind of, or over the Christmas and um, Black Friday period, it's essential that that is right. You know, Making sure that you run for as many relevant terms as possible, all stems from what that feed structure looks like and, and how you can put it together. Um, if you aren't too sure on, on what your feed currently looks like and, and how it's graded, there are feed audits available that, that will kind of give you that insight and give you that understanding. Um, so I highly recommend getting getting one of those done as it will will give you insights into where you can easily and potentially not so easily fix some issues. Um, you know, some can be a lot more complicated than others. But but for me, it's it's regardless of what time of year it is, that is that is absolutely essential to to assisting you uh, make things as profitable as possible. I think secondly something that we've seen change a lot over the last couple of years with, with kind of delays and things like that are promotions and and how you plan for those and how you get those approved um, again I'll, I'll refer to e-commerce here if you're if you're running anything through through Merchant Center and you're you're running promotions through there. last year Google gave us a recommended wait time of seven days to get things approved. I anticipate that that will be longer this year. I think it will be at least 10 days with the amount of people who will be focusing much more online. The, the last thing that you want is your promotion not to be live over Black Friday weekend. That is the last thing that anyone wants um, when it's potentially the busiest weekend of the year for you. So absolutely decide on those promotions as early as you can. We know that some businesses don't don't kind of work that far in advance, but the, the quicker you get those kind of um, promotions decided internally, the quicker you can start implementing them from a digital perspective. And certainly within within Merchant Center, that is that is going to be really really important. I think for my, my final point, um, uh, and this is for only a select number of I guess ad accounts. Uh, if you are using Search Ads 360, then one thing that I think would be really uh, important to have a look at are data exclusions. So if you are using smart bidding or anything like that, big influxes of traffic or big changes in conversion rate or click-through rate and that kind of thing can have a significant impact on those bidding strategies. And again, the last thing that you kind of want is you want those bidding strategies to massively fluctuate over what is going to be an extremely busy period. So whilst it might suffice over the Black Friday weekend, How quickly do those those business strategies have to relearn again before Christmas comes back around? So using data exclusions allows you to essentially tell the system and tell the algorithm to not include that period of data within its its learnings. Um, And we've certainly seen that that this can be a really positive thing to implement. Uh, It's it's only a short window of time that we're going to see these big influxes of traffic and revenue and so on. So having a long-term plan and a long-term bidding strategy based on four days' worth of revenue doesn't really work, and it can actually have a really negative impact if you don't put it in play. So for me, if you if you do have the opportunity to put data exclusions in place, it's definitely something I'd
0: recommend looking at. Yeah, I think for me, Ben, the, the, the points you've been putting in there is it's about it's about that planning process, and it? it's about Absolutely. having those conversations now about what you are looking to achieve and, and how you're looking to achieve it and making sure that... You've essentially got all of the infrastructure in place as well to deliver you know we've mentioned for example there uh, an analytics tool in essentially SA360 we're talking about shopping feeds we're talking about promotions and merchant center etc all of that takes time um to make sure that you get get those things up and running and that you're having those conversations right now about sort of what that does look like and what does that mean and, and understanding the data because I, i'm in absolute agreement with you in the sense that that four-day period that that you know between black friday and cyber monday you know all bets are off i think you know we're going to see more and more people enter into that space we're going to see some incredible deals um, from a consumer perspective and i think from a business perspective you're going to have to be uh, cognizant of of the level of competition that's out there and what you're trying to achieve during that period but not losing sight of your business goals like for me it's it's You know, you can easily uh, make sales in this period, but are you making them at a loss? Do you know exactly how you're going to do it? What's that look like uh, more widely in your business? I think for me, that's always something that that people need to be considering.
1: Yeah, I think this is. it's gonna be a big learning period for a lot of brands as well, because pre-COVID, I know we keep talking about COVID, but it it is changing everything online and and has completely revolutionized the way that we do things online. If you look a year ago at some of the stats around age demographics for people who were actually shopping online, it was generally, I don't want to say a younger demographic, but you're kind of looking 50 and under were the main sources of online traffic. When we all went into a lockdown and no one could go to the shop, there was that older demographic who essentially had to order online, and they realized how easy it was. And now we've started to see these big influxes of traffic from, you know, the I guess, the 50-plus demographic who can easily just sit at home and order something and have it delivered next day. And if in some cases the same day. So if they're finding that journey a lot easier, then there's a potential brand new audience that we're going to get over this Black Friday and Christmas period that we've never had before in the most competitive landscape that you can possibly have online. So there's a lot of learnings to take from this. And it's if you aren't prepared, you are going to get drastically left behind
0: yeah absolutely and i think i think i've no doubt james is going to mention some of these points as well that we've been touching on so james i'll, I'll bring you in right now from a from a social media perspective what would your sort of three takeaways be if you were asking people to focus on on three
3: particular elements so very similar to to the sort of underlying themes and what ben's just said the first one is really about planning that content earlier now we want to be planning all our campaigns and everything, but on social, particularly like your Facebooks, your Instagrams, that sort of thing. The content plan is also important. Not only is it is it going to take a lot more time and, and resources internally to actually develop those pieces of content, um, uh, which means that we need to get a head start on that. It's also pivotally important that that you that we get that um, to a, a place where your ads are going to start stand out um, amongst this this highly competitive market. We want to make sure that for for Black Friday sales, we've got specific creative for it. We've got specific creative highlighting the best messaging, the the best product, whatever. Whatever we're pushing, we need to have the content for that. And we need to have it for that and then for Cyber Monday. And we want to keep that content um, developing throughout this whole period. And as we move into the festive period, we want festive content as well. And just understanding and planning those those content changes are, are really going to be important because as we've just sort of alluded to in the in the first the first half of this, is, is, is how important um, and how competitive this is going to be. You want your office to stand out, which means your content needs to stand out. So it's it's really developing that plan and then putting it in place, it becomes sort of like secondary and it's much easier to do once once we know exactly what we've got and and, and how we're going to, to um, run it across the period. And it just gives us a cohesive strategy to begin with. So, so the first point is, is making sure that we get that planning in, at a content level, like, early on. So, um, Julian, sorry,
0: can I, can I just come in and ask a question there, then? And it's a point I think we've been discussing with, with a number of our larger clients, I would say, is around sequencing. Um, so sort of from a from a social perspective, obviously, we understand there's a customer journey and a, a sales funnel and a marketing funnel, etc. but... But where do you stand in terms of sequencing and how that actually sort of fits in with that with that element we've just been discussing?
3: So so yeah, that's, that's that links into my second point. But it is it is sequencing your 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 creative um, in layman's terms is, is, is essentially a user sees one ad um, and then we talk, retarget that person who's seen or engaged to a level with a certain ad with a second ad, and you can sort of lead. Uh, lead users down a journey through different ad formats and sort of each one tells a different or suggests a different message in a different way or tell or, or fulfills a full story. Um, and that that is really important that's a really important and a creative way that you can you can use to sort of bring someone down that down that um, down that sort of uh, purchase funnel and develop that user from an awareness piece to begin with all the way down to sort of like that final decision. And making sure that those sequence those sequence messages are, are right is, is is going to be important. Now there, there's different ways that you can do that. Um, and some of them are, are, are like the Facebook's, for example,'s internal one and um, does require you to be using reach and frequency buying rather than auction, which generally means you have to have bigger audiences and, and, and um bigger budgets. But you can use use features like um, video engagement, remarketing lists, and other, other ways to sort of create a sequence of your own without without using the actual technical tool for it Um, so so I definitely think that that's important and sort of leading on to the the second big point that we've got here is 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 developing that audience now it's it's all well and good like your traditional remarketing lists and your standard audiences and we want to be pushing our products to those people or our offers or our, our new ads to those people but we also want to be making sure that we're developing that and we don't want to be sat in a situation where, where we're just targeting the same people with our offers over and over again in, in a very competitive market. We want to be trying to sort of develop that and expand out and ensure, ensure that we're actually re- reaching people who are, who are the right audience for, for, for whatever, whatever it is we're shopping, we're, um, we're selling. Um, and making sure that, that, that our content lead, um, is tailored and aligned with, with those audiences that we're targeting. And, and so it's, it's going to be important to not just, not just focus on your bottom of the funnel and um, trying to get those purchases with your Black Friday promotion or with your, your Christmas promotion. We also want to make sure that we're getting that awareness of, of what our offer is and what, our, what, our, um, what, what, the, what the product that we're, we're trying to push out is. Or, or these brand new creatives that we spent um, weeks and weeks or, or months developing or potentially a lot of budget has been put behind them uh, in the case of some bigger brands. For the Christmas creative you want to make sure that you're, you're also you're also using those to to get a new audience and 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 sort of to fill up that top end of the funnel um and and then sequence your content throughout to bring them down and um, down that funnel and, and then finally convert um and then sort of that sort of ties into to like the final the final suggestion that I, I would have and and that's really to do with campaign learning like ben ben sort of alluded to it within um, within the search aspect but uh, it's also important within social like every social campaign that you do has an optimized uh, a goal that it optimizes towards and there are learning phases within these and your campaigns not going to perform to an optimum level until, until it sort of uh, until it like um, comes out of that learning phase and because we know that we're going to go into a period where we're going to have multiple cha- big changes over a short period of time it's important that we consider that learning phase for example facebook says it's a seven day window with with 50 optimization events and those those could be purchases or those could be landing page visits those could be add to carts whatever your goal is those are those those are the aim that you the, the objective that you're after and we really want to make sure that we get the most out of, uh, out of the automation within this period so we have to think about which which events do we choose how do we have enough budget in it is our audience big enough so that over a short period of time we can get we can get the the optimum learning and, and take advantage of, of the automated systems that are, that are in place and and it's it's questions like that and thinking about how do we plan our content around it is it better to have three different days of of, of new content and reset that learning every time or is it better to have a, a longer lead up, and then and then and put a lot of budget behind the the, the single creatives, so that they they've got enough um, support to to learn, and also make sure just our audiences are, are big enough and um, for for them to come out of that optimization. Yeah, I think for me, and I, I've no doubt that Johnny's
0: going to pick this up in the CRO process um, that, that he'll be talking us through shortly. Is around, I think that point that you made there is really really important. It's about not wholesale changes, it's about testing, it's about understanding and about understanding the variables that are are going to change. I think one of the things we would always advocate is, you know, not wholesale change, um, especially leading up to a period like this. But then on the backside of that, there's also probably another point of don't think that just because your market behaves this way during this period that it's forevermore going to behave this this way forevermore. I think for me it goes back to the point Ben made earlier where it's around understanding what the user audience is doing at a given time and how that may sort of then play out actually over lifetime value because ultimately, yes, we are having a conversation today about 12 weeks till Christmas, et cetera, and I understand why we're doing that. But actually, for anybody out there, I think we'd always be saying that this only should formulate a part of an overall plan. Um, Obviously, we don't just want to be Christmas specialists unless we're selling sort of Christmas decorations or Christmas trees, most of us aren't in a Christmas only market. We're actually involved in this period of time for, you know, as a period in time rather than the the end game. So I think, you know, that learning aspect is really, really important for us to to consider. Johnny, do you want to then come in on on I'm gonna give you four points I want from you actually? So you might want to start making some notes. Um it's around Uh, what would you be focusing on from a CRO perspective between now and Christmas? And for those that don't know, do you want to say what CRO is and how it fits with the wider digital footprint?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So as a, a bit of an overview, CRO is conversion rate optimization. So it is primarily focused on getting the most from your website, getting the most revenue, getting the most engagement, getting the most inquiries through your website and getting the biggest return on investment that can be looked at from right at the start of the funnel, right at the start of when a user starts to interact with your sort of paid ads and coming, coming through and onto the website and really engaging with their journey through that website and how we can sort of make changes and test changes and implement um, different amends to the website in order to, to get the most and the biggest return from your website. I think um, my first point in terms of, of things that you do towards CRO would touch on something you just mentioned there, David around um, it. We've really got to look and understand um, how the users are responding. They're coming off the back of, or will be coming off the back towards our Christmas period of a black Friday where it'll be the biggest black Friday, where they would have been spending a lot of time online, looking for the biggest deals, the biggest savings that they can make. And then we'll start to see them head towards Christmas and We know coming off the back of that that some will continue to look for um, more savings off the back of that. And then, as Ben mentioned earlier, we'll probably see that that little dip in between. But that's where emotion really starts to drive conversion towards Christmas. So this is where we really need to pick up on the user's emotion and start really experiencing that run up to Christmas with them to really understand how they're feeling on the lead up to Christmas. So... On the back of that dip, they will probably start spending a bit more time doing a bit more research online around present finders, trying to find the right gift for a family member or a gift for a partner. And the closer they get to Christmas, the more sort of urgency we need to add towards that, really starting to push that a countdown to Christmas has coming. We've got five days, two days left and really start to drive the different offers and our different attractions in at the key points of that journey. I think um, what we really need to start doing is the closer it gets to Christmas as well as really shortening that journey down. So really starting to push our best offers up front, really starting to push um, key products up front as well, the closer we get to that period. And I think um, something that that Ben mentioned as well, I think it's coming off the back of your uh, paid ads and your social ads. We really need to drive a consistent message through the website. So, you don't want people coming from some creative ads in terms of social and creative ads in terms of paid and then land on a website that has a completely different format or message where they don't kind of realize that they're on the same path and on the same user journey through the site. We just need to make sure that we can consistently give that message and consistently help them through that funnel.
0: Yeah, I think That's- for me there, Johnny, I think an interesting way to look at it, I know we talked about sequencing from a social media perspective, but it it's almost like looking at it from a sequencing perspective, from an overall digital marketing perspective, isn't it? In the sense that why would you want to spend all the money and you know, in, in, in outlay, et cetera, to drive customers to your site who then have high levels of abandonment because you haven't focused on your site? Do you see what I mean? And I think for me it's about that, understanding that customer journey or sequencing as to you know, your aim is driving traffic to your site. So then you've got to, I, I say, tie, tie that in. So I think it's a really good point that
2: you've made. Yeah, definitely. And I think on the back of everything that we're currently been through with COVID, I know we keep going back to that, but we really need, need to now sort of understand the changes that the kind of Ben says as a new audience coming into this sort of um, e-commerce platform now and really starting to make use of it. We really need to understand their behaviours online. This is probably a new audience, not one that we've seen in previous Christmases and not one that we can kind of anticipate as we come up to this. And we've got to really sort of take some key learnings from this that these people will need to have levels of trust. They'll want to see reviews. They'll want to understand that they can make the biggest savings online. They'll want to understand their delivery options the closer it gets to Christmas. And I think like a lot of people as well are, it's probably still working from home um, throughout this period. And it's things have got a lot more personal now as well. So I think in terms of content, we need to maybe, and it's probably something to test on sites, is that making that content a little bit more personal, especially on on smaller e commerce uh, e-com sites, is, is kind of like um, making a little bit feel a bit more personal and a little bit more like we are there for you, kind of feeling like we have your back. It's come up to Christmas. We've got the right product for you. And just coming at uh, from that level as well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Thinking. Sorry, I just I thought you were going to talk. Um, just in terms of if I'm going to put my designer hat on and and talk about about that role in terms of creative around Christmas as well. I think the key is not to get lost in in all the Christmas noise. I think a lot of people just go for these very standard sort of Christmas approach where everybody feels a bit of the same. I think it's always you've got to sort of lead in with your brand, be proud of where you're coming from, and then build Christmas on the back of that as a kind of uh, design element. And then utilize that element, like we were saying before, through consistency, through your page, your social, your website, and any other marketing materials that you've got out there.
0: So from my perspective, then, the key things that I think you've obviously highlighted there really, experience the journey with the users, you know, I think is a really important factor. Obviously, thinking about how it all fits in with the wider marketing strategy. I think for me, um, sort of one of the other things that I do want to pick this up with you is, is what do those shorter journeys mean? You know, so, you know, how do you, I guess, from a CRO perspective, really gain um, insight into, you know, one-off events, Um, What's the approach? What's the process that you go through, Johnny?
2: So definitely in terms of of shortening journey is definitely hangs on the back of that emotional driver as well. Um, People coming to the site, if we use the the Christmas period as the example, people coming into the website early on will be looking for probably just browsing and really looking for those, those gifts, the right gift ideas. And we've got to kind of go alongside with that sort of journey through the site. And then when I was talking about shortening that journey, it's kind of like the closer we get to Christmas, the more the sense of urgency comes into it. And the more people want to be online and find the gifts that they're looking for. So they will probably make more direct searches online, land on the site from other places and really start to just want to make that purchase. Just want to know that they can get it in time for Christmas. So it's all about just helping them get that shorter journey from landing on the site to making that purchase
0: yeah and i think for us that links in quite nicely with sort of uh, performance marketing or, or paid if you like in the sense that i think we typically would use sort of social media marketing as much more of the awareness stage mm. and tying in sort of when we're spending around social make sure that we're getting enough data on those audiences that we can then market to those at a later stage when there's more intense if you like so we know that hopefully we've hit them with a message early on that they go, right, I'm aware of that brand or I'm interested in what they're offering. And then they are more actively searching and we then convert them way further down the funnel. And I guess my query is around, I guess, making sure that you've got that evolving content, isn't it? Around, you know, making sure that it's staged out and that, as you say, when people are at that point that they're seeing the right content on site.
2: Yeah, it's just understanding. It just goes back to understanding that user journey. And where they're at and the key the key points through that Christmas period.
0: Fantastic. So for me, then, um, I want to uh, summarise in terms of five actionable takeaways that I've actually sort of noted down here. So from my perspective, the first one was really following on from what we've just been talking about there, Johnny. Is around you know experience the, the journey from the user's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so look at your full journey and think about it in line with the build up to Christmas. Um, start with the the subtlety of engaging users at the top at the top of that funnel, then getting ready for Christmas, then sort of get ahead, and then obviously sort of the more urgent aspects um, as, as you move as you move further down. I also think from my perspective, it's removing those barriers to purchase as well yeah. when you get closer to the line, um, because we know that the more clicks, typically the higher the dropout, etc. So understand that if people land on your site on Black Friday, really the want all that information, and I want it there and then to make that uh, purchase decision on the, on the spot. Um, number two would be for me, and, and it's something we've run a, a previous webinar on solely is if you're a retail business, um, sort of be making sure that you get your shopping feed in the right place. Um, you know, Ben talked about it, there is feed audit tools out there where you can look at whether the data is pulling the right information sorry, the, uh, the, the shopping feed is pulling the right data or the right information to make sure that you're in the best possible position so that the, the content uh, appearing in your shopping ads is the most relevant content and is actually performing best for you. Um, I believe we're still amazed uh, to this day where we work with a lot of clients but we start to work with them and we do a shopping feed audit and the, the poor quality of the feed is one of the big things that often has been holding campaigns back So again, sort of be thinking about looking at that now. And if you don't know anything more about that, then just have a bit of a a search out there or talk to us about what is this noise about shopping feed, et cetera, because it does have a significant impact on the performance from a shopping perspective. The third takeaway would be around getting those promotions decided and and approved earlier in the merchant centre. You know, uh, I think Ben mentioned the fact that Previously in Google, it was seven days. I think we're all of the the mindset here that we're going to be working towards a 10-day absolute limit um, because we know that there might be delays in the merchant centre approval. What you don't want to do is you don't want to spend all this time mapping out that journey, making sure it's the best experience ever and not being in the position to actually capitalise on any of those major events, whether it be Singles Day, whether it be Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas Day itself, or Boxing Day. You know, from our perspective, you want to make sure you've got your your content, you've got your promotions approved within Google well in advance to absolutely capitalise on that moment. Following on from that, I'm going back to one of ones you, highlighted, Johnny, which was really make sure that you evolve your creative. um, Sort of make sure that your creative evolves with the user journey. Um, So... I create a countdown to Christmas and be understanding what that content will look like. So tying into the point I made above previously is understanding your promotions is one thing and what content you're pushing. But then actually it's about understanding what exactly are you going to run and make sure that you've got the creative to match your copy. Because we know that, you know, from a creative perspective, it does have a shelf life. You know, it's not, it's not you know ever-present, if you like, and, and sales content um, is only at its most impactful for a period of time. So we're making sure that you have an understanding of how you're sequencing that. And then finally, the point I'd make is, and I think it's one that James touched on, which we often talk to about with all of our um, paid clients, is around that learning phase. I think that the point I would make, and it's a discussion I was having only at the weekend, actually, was paid um, marketing is, is um, you know is something that will start burning through money very very quickly. so it's paid in the sense that you have to pay for it immediately it's not paid in the sense that you will expect to see the results immediately. there is that learning phase. I think as we've integrated way more AI into sort of the way that, that paid operates whether it be through Facebook and Instagram or Microsoft or whether even Google there is a learning uh, period for campaigns. So from our perspective, if you're making lots and lots of promotional changes, it can be difficult to ensure sort of that campaigns remain active and are not limited by the learning windows. So my view is always, you know, takeaway would be Facebook does require sort of 50 optimizations, uh, events within a seven-day window. Um, so ensuring the audience and budgets have the capacity to exit these learning phases early will improve performance and i guess that sort of takes us full cycle really as to why we're having this conversation now is you don't want to be in that learning phase in the middle of november you want to be learning about your audiences you know optimizing testing right now and making sure that you plan to optimize what is going to be you know we keep saying it the biggest period um, i guess that's all left for me to say then is is essentially thank you very much um, thank you very much to the panelists, so Johnny, Ben and James, thank you very much for your input and thanks for everybody that's tuned in today and to listen to the sessions because, you know, I'm, I'm encouraged by the fact that yeah, you're engaging with a, a webinar or a podcast that is talking about these things now and not in the four weeks to Christmas podcast that we're likely to run later down the line, which will be much more about things that you've got to get right on the spot. So well done to you and you. You know, if you've got anything that you'd like us to look at, if you would like us, you know, we're quite happy to offer sort of a free audit of your activity Um, as part of this process, then do get in touch with us. We can look at, obviously, paid channels and, and social channels at a top level that then might lead us to more meaningful and deep conversations as we go through this period, but... Good luck to you all. Twelve weeks to go. Um, hopefully, we don't start hearing Christmas songs uh, anytime soon. But I think it's really important that we've got that that um, processes and plans in place to optimise that that the biggest Christmas period ever. So, thank you very much, everybody. Everyone, thank you.
2: Yes, thank you.